Hello and welcome to another Modern Commerce Talk session from Eventia. I'm your host Jack Stratton from Insider Trends and thanks for making the time to join us again. Um, today I'm delighted to be joined by Johan Bostrom who is uh, the co-founder of InRiver and Ulrike Wiebke who is a commerce advisor and an InRiver champion at Eventia. So we are um, going to briefly discuss um, PIM today, Product Information Management. Um, and it's it's interesting to me because I find PIM is one of those things as a trend spotter and um, someone who works with kind of broad in uh, retail trends all the time. PIM isn't necessarily the first thing that comes comes up when we're discussing those things. But it's remarkable how often when I'm looking at different aspects of retail, that PIM actually ends up being one of the ways in which those challenges or trends can actually be addressed. And I keep finding this with customers. It's, it's remarkable how often actually um, we end up talking about centralization of data or just getting better at communicating data. Um, and equally, how often PIM and not doing PIM very well seems to be a barrier for, for businesses and manufacturers growth and all those other things. So um, I'm always fascinated by how pivotal um, PIM systems are. So really, my question um, to both of you um, for this particular talk is what role does a PIM system play in modern commerce? Um, and Johan, I'll start with you. Um, take me through that. What do you, what, just broadly, what, what, what role does a PIM system play in modern commerce? It plays a lot of roles, and depending on if you're a retailer or a manufacturer, it can play different roles. But uh, as we know, uh, customers regardless if they're B2B buyers or, or a shopper, they, uh, they tend to interact with your content, right? Uh, they don't interact with your commerce engine. They don't interact with your CMS. They interact with your content. They don't really care about what CMS or commerce engine you're running. They care about the content and the experience that the content gives them. So if you want to convince a buyer to buy, uh, you better tell a good product story. And that product story needs to be produced and it needs to have quality and it needs to be distributed and that is the role of the PIM. So without the PIM or at least the PIM process, uh, e-commerce is not likely to be that successful. However, if you do a good job at, at producing good product stories, high quality data, uh, and you can distribute it effectively across all your engagement points, well, then you're up for success. So I think that that's really the main key reason that the PIM exists. It is to tell a really enticing, really good product story that gives the customers a good uh, product experience. Ulrich, um, if I could bring you in there, I think that's such a nice way of thinking about it, Jan, um, that actually fundamentally it's about telling stories. What's your take on that, Ulrich? I totally agree with you on, uh, regarding uh, the the things he said and also I'd like to address that the information that you keep inside the PIM should be used across all your channels uh, so you're talking consistent language uh, about your products um, so you're not telling uh, one uh, story in one channel and an entirely different in another channel uh, as part of your company um, guidelines you should address the same type of information to all our, all the channels. Ulrich, um, please, if you could just give us your take on how some of the other systems um, might integrate with the PIM system. 
Um, we have a lot of different systems uh, that we work with, but the key thing is to use the right system for the right type of data. And in River, is uh, the PIM system is um, used for all the marketing information, all the type of data that addressed to the, the different uh, recipients out there that will watch your products and they will get that story of your products and how you would like to address that uh, to the uh, to the customers so whenever we need data we need to to look at the type of data that we collect in the pim system and uh, not trying to do much more than uh, necessary to bring out the information because if you're taking in too much data you also need to maintain that data and um if you try to um, work with images and uh, article information that is in the logistics and so on, uh, there are other systems that should be used for that. But when it comes to marketing information, the PIM system should be the centralized point for collecting that data. And uh, we, we have tried to always find the right data to put in the PIM, and that's how we make success for the customers we have. And Johan, um, obviously, you know, everyone's talking about uh, composable commerce at the moment. Um, and Eventia's solution, commerce solution, storefront Excite, which is its, um, its composable arm, um, that involves, um, you know, in River PIM as part of it. So tell me a bit about, about how, you know, what in River's involvement in that is and, and how important that is, actually. I think composable commerce is the future of commerce for sure. And and but you also need to or we as in River, uh, we are a part of an ecosystem, right? Uh, and that ecosystem uh, is 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 pre fairly large. Uh, and commerce tools as, as being a part of Excite uh, is probably one of the most common platforms that we see uh, in the RFP processes today. So, so for us, it's, it's great that we have partners like Avencia that produces packages with pre-built integrations that can get our customers alive faster because time to value is, is really important today and not having to rewrite and redo uh, and instead trust Avencia's vast knowledge and, and use their packages is, is, a, is great for our joint customers. So I, I'm really excited about excite <laughs> and Ulrich anything to um, anything to add to that in terms of from your point of view how in river pim fits within that wider commerce solution yes uh, we are also we fit in the same markets uh, where we operate uh, we originally came from Scandinavia where in river and Avencia originates but uh, the expansion is now in the United States where uh, commerce tools is very, very important uh, for the future. So I, it's very interesting to see how Avencia and InRiver follows each other uh, and follow the market where the needs are. And so it, it will be very, very fun to see the next couple of years how it will we will interact with each other uh, on this market. Johan, if you... Um... Just thinking aloud about um, about the role again, the role that PIM PIM has um, in modern commerce. Uh, something that I hear from some clients and some retailers, B two B businesses, um, is that the people who are quite passionate about the idea of introducing a PIM system or to change their PIM system or whatever, or update it. What 
would you say very broadly of course because it could be different for every company but what kind of things should that individual be saying to the c-level people to convince them that it's worth investing in what makes the c-level go yes okay we need to invest our money because i i think that's quite a common problem isn't it people think i love i love this idea i think we've got to do something about it but how do they convince the uh, the people holding the money <laughs> to loosen their grip what do they say <laughs> oh yeah that's a very good question Jack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, I mean, as, as you know, uh, there are, like uh, Ulrich said, a lot of solutions out there that you can use for modern commerce, and, and PIM is one of them. Uh, to be frank, I mean, you, you can spend loads of money on replatforming commerce and CMS. If you can't feed it with the right content, it won't be successful. Uh, it's, it's really pointless to have a really nice front-end solution that you can't feed with great content. Secondly, most uh, companies today have need a reach that's that's much bigger than they can get from their own website. They want to sell on Amazon. They want to sell on Home Depot. They want to sell on Walmart. They want to sell on Macy's. Um, they have to get the data to the third parties as well. Uh, and that distribution at scale is really, really hard. And and again, like Ulrich said, you got to have a consistent message across all these touch points because we are no longer in control of the buying journey. The buying journey is all up to the customer. So in the customer, unfortunately today, especially for the brands, is looking for properties of a product that fits their need. So they're no longer searching for the brand name and then the property. They're searching for the property and they leave out the brand name in their search searches. So, so the product needs to stand on its own two feet. It needs to be able to convince uh, a customer to buy it without it being sold on, on mere brand value alone. So the distribution of the content across all the engagement points at scale is, is really crucial. And I think if you, if you look at most CEOs or CFOs, uh, you, you just have to look at how much revenue that's coming in through some of these channels. And you look at it and you say, I can move the needle one or 2% here. And that in itself will, pay for the PIM over and over again. So uh, it, it's really not that hard, but uh, but it is, of course, always something you need to keep in mind and, and value uh, over a new commerce engine or a new CMS or a new dam or an upgrade of the ERP system or whatnot. Uh, but all of them are in need of the data and the content from the PIM. So you should really start upstream and then walk downstream when you look at what you're going to do from a commerce uh, perspective. Yeah, that's really interesting. And that fits with um, my limited experience of, of what I understand about PIM systems. Because again, the amount of times I'll hear about uh, an individual being really interested in some new innovation, some new way of um, delivering a good experience to their customers, but then realizing that it can't happen because they haven't got their house in order in terms of product information. So I, that, I think that's really, really compelling to me. Um, Ulrich, anything else you would add if you, you know, to give when you're just in that moment and you've maybe got, you know, two minutes of the sea levels time, you know, because these people are always so busy. What, you know, what do you, what do you say in those instances? And of course you'd say much of what Johan said. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, of course the, um, the brand information that goes out is very, very important, but you also notice that, um, the competitive situation out there will not be less and less. Uh, it will be more and more. And that means that the, the, the way you are communicating all the properties for your products uh, will also increase 
the sales because customers will find you. And we also need to know that the customers will uh, compare uh, one retailer with another. So you need to have a high trustworthiness as well. So it's not just a matter of broadcasting your products. You need to do, ensure that you are a trustworthy uh, reseller that will sell the products for each client. So yeah. uh, what, what's your own brand as well? I think, um, and I think that is a, a really nice way to finish as well, because because ultimately, um, as I kind of when I introduced this question, I know it was a bit of a curveball, but I always think that's the biggest for me. That's the the one of the biggest challenges with anything like this is actually, um, I feel like there's so many people who are so convinced of the value of a PIM system or these things, but it's just that thing, you know. They're always thinking, well, how do I how do I sell it internally? That's the big thing. How do I sell it internally? Um, Thank you both so much for your time today. Um, we're going to be together again soon for another one. Um, so thanks to Johan, thanks to Ulrich, um, and join us again soon for another Modern Commerce Talk from Adventure. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jack. Thank you.